Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where I ask children fun, interesting, and challenging questions that develop their creativity, their critical thinking, their resilience, and many other key skills in just 10 minutes. Hi, my name's Coven, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it will be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids be happy and successful. So if you're a parent who wants to develop these in your child to help them be more creative, to improve their critical thinking, be more resilient, to develop them into a great leader and be empathetic to others, well, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I'll be talking to lots of different children, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. You can find every question I use in the Kid Coach app, downloadable from your usual app store, so you can take the same approach with your children at home. Or visit our website, www.kidcoach.app. Let's get started. This week, we build the skill of empathy. Society is placing increasing focus on mental health. Helping children be in touch with their feelings and those of those around them has never been more important. We can lay their foundations by frequently discussing feelings and highlighting their role in life. I'll be talking to 11-year-old Maya to build this skill, so let's listen in to our conversation. Okay, so Maya, I have a question here for you on empathy. And the question is, how can you tell if someone is feeling sad? How can you tell if someone's feeling sad? Well, I think you can tell by the body language of them and how they speak. So, like, if if they're sad, they'd probably... They probably like hang their head and walk a bit slower and not have a smile on their face. And they probably speak a bit different. Like, mm-hmm. especially if you know the person, you can probably tell. Like you can probably realize that that they're acting a bit different, and right, and you know that they're so we're talking about how they would look, um, the if they're smiling or not, if they're walking with a, a bounce in their step, or things like that. Um, we're talking about the, the way that they're talking, right? Their the language they're oh. using. Um, it's a good point you made of how well do you know them yourself? If you know what their natural behavior is or not, you can tune in quicker, can't you, on whether somebody's sad. Like your sisters, potentially, right? You know them very well. You could probably tell much quicker if they're sad uh, compared to me. You know, I don't know your sisters as well. Um, So, you know, sometimes there can be um, hidden signs as well, can't there, that somebody's feeling a bit yeah. sad? Like, what, what kind of hidden signs do you think there could be? Like, 
they, they, they could have done something that no one saw. So, like, if they were sad, they could have been crying, but that's a hidden sign because they're not anymore and you can't really tell. Hmm. Right. Right, I mean, and let's assume that they don't have red eyes, so you can't tell that they've been crying or something like that. Um, but, yeah, but let's just say you suspected that they were feeling sad about something that your, your radar had picked that up, right? You had the sixth sense of, oh, they, they might be sad, but I'm not sure. Um, what could you say to them? Like, what kind of questions could you ask to figure out if somebody is feeling sad? You could ask, like, what happened and, like, what, what's happened since they were happy and that might help. And you could ask how they are because maybe that'll tell you. What if you didn't know they were sad, right? Because say you're talking to your sister and it wasn't clear that they were sad, but you suspected that that might be the case. What could you say? Well, you could straight up ask them if they're sad. <laughs> you could. But you could ask if they're feeling all right or if they're okay or just mm. how they are. Get them to tell what if they were sad because of you? Let's just say that you did something. I'm not saying it's your fault. This is all hypothetical, yeah? But let's just say, and I'm sure there's sometimes that you're feeling sad because of something they did, but since I'm speaking to you at the moment, um, let's just say that you had done something to make them sad. If you'd asked them, are you feeling sad? Possibly they wouldn't really want to speak to you about it. I don't know. Um, yeah. How could you tell if you've done something to make somebody sad? The way they act around me. Mm -hmm. Like if they're a bit more like shifty and like colder towards me, then I've probably done something. Mm. Shifty and colder. So... Yeah, so if they're like, if they don't really want to talk to you as much and then they're probably angry or sad because of something you've done. But if they're angry, they'd come to speak to you about it probably. But if they're sad, then they wouldn't. Yeah, it's a really interesting distinction, Maya. If they're angry, they're likely to come to speak to you. If they're sad, they're not. Um, why Why is that? If, if that's the case, why is that? Because if you're angry, you don't like something they've done. But, ang but if you're sad, it's like a slower um, emotion. And it means, and you just, but if you're angry, you feel more active. And I think, like w w when I'm angry, I kind of feel like braver, and then that would make me go to speak to them. Right. Yeah, and of course I can relate to that as well. I've definitely felt angry at people. I've definitely felt sad because of people, and uh, I can relate to that. Feeling angry, 
it's more active and energetic and you want to vent and you just want to shout and scream at the person probably who made you angry. Whereas if you're sad, you're a bit more withdrawn and it's a, how did you say it? It's a quieter emotion. Yeah, it's like quieter. Hmm. It's slower. And... Yeah, well, I mean, it's, you know, this, this question is about building empathy and it's great, Maya, that you have that level of appreciation of, you know, how somebody could be sad, the hidden signs of being sad and the difference between being sad and angry and, and how they express themselves. Um, I mean, to, to wrap it up, let me ask you, is it, is it okay to be sad sometimes, do you think? I think so, if it's not, like, if you're not constantly sad. Like, if you're sad for a little bit, it could change. If you're sad because someone's fallen out with you, maybe, it could change how you feel towards that person and how you change your behaviour. So it could change things for the better, but then if you're always sad, then that's not that good because it's not a nice feeling. Hmm. Is that a principle again of um, constantly... You know, we talked about ups and downs before and uh Yeah. If something is constantly sad, it's not a good situation. But uh I like how you're seeing it as positive in moderation, you know, maybe that sad thing is yeah. makes you realise about something. Oh, I'm 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 feeling sad because I'm eating too many sweets and my teeth hurt. <laughs> so I can stop yeah. eating so many sweets or whatever it might be. Good stuff. So that was a question on empathy and how can you tell if somebody's feeling sad? And we talked about, yes, of course, the way they look, but also some of the hidden signs and the change in behavior and language that they use, particularly if you know them well already, like one of your brothers or sisters and um, how you can ask them certain questions to figure out, are they sad or angry or, and it's okay to be sad sometimes uh, as long as it's not constantly but, but the main thing is, Maya, which I really liked, is that you had your radar on, right? And you could spot if you've made somebody yeah. sad and hopefully then go back in and, and try and fix the situation. So, well done. So, there you have it. What a great conversation that was, filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or to search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.